Most deeply creative people know that you simply have to show up every day. Inspiration is never going to come and pay a visit. So, how do you show up every day? You schedule it. That's this week on the Fuse Chamber Podcast. You're listening to the Fuse Chamber Podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. Hey everybody, welcome back. Special thanks to all of the new listeners out there. Welcome. Now, what's so important about scheduling creative time? And how do you show up every day? Well, first, let's remember why we're here. To create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community. To create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. So I'll show you who you have to become in order to win. And I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that forever change your life and career. Now, I've often stated that the most important part of creativity is setting up a habit or routine, consistency, a time when you can predictably sit down and get some creative work done. So that's why I recommend scheduling some time every single day where you brainstorm and work for just 10 or so minutes minimum. What's the best time of day to take this on? It depends. Is there a time of day when you tend to be more creative or when you just tend to have more peace and quiet than other times of day? Because that would be a great starting place. Now, it can also be a time when you have absolutely nothing else to do. Sometimes I'm stuck on a commuter train trying to get to a client. It's a great time to get some creative work done if I can. And this is important. Don't let your situation become a blocker. So don't allow the things that you do or don't have or conditions that don't exist stop you from getting creative. On the train, for example, we have a quiet zone and I like to sit there. So I can't use my dictation software. Plus, I don't want to look like a lunatic sitting on the train talking to myself. So for those occasions, I'm perfectly content to type, even though it's much slower. Now, a moving train is not a very convenient place to use pen and paper. But if I'm in a cafe, for example, or an inspiring outdoor setting, then sometimes that's more appropriate. Sometimes a public place like that will have no internet. My dictation software won't even work, but that's not going to be a problem because I always have a tiny notebook and a reliable pen with me and all my gear. I also carry a digital recorder with me that doesn't even require an internet connection at all, and it holds a charge forever, and I think it can store hundreds of hours of dictation even on the highest quality setting. So I literally have no excuses, none. I'm prepared for every situation, whether it's convenient or not. And I'm prepared for these because I learned the hard way by doing, by being in places where I'd be really tempted to write, where I'm likely to be inspired, and have the right tools on hand. So now I've learned I've got to carry a little something with me. Now, all of this stuff makes it much easier to schedule a predictable time to work and create. And this, guys, is the definition of being prepared, right? Having something that's usable in every situation so that no matter when the time is right or the inspiration comes or your alarm goes off saying it's time to create, you can go. Based on my experience, I know that if I don't have the regular time, I'm going to miss the opportunity to create. 
and I'll get consumed, like you will, by the tasks of the day, and pretty soon, one day turns into the next one. And now, I'm at the end of the week, and I've got nothing ready, and I don't like coming up on deadlines and finding that I'm not ready. I don't have enough raw material to make into a good podcast, a good article, or other writing. So whatever time you choose for your scheduled creative time, it has to be a time that works for you. And that's entirely personal. Why not try doing your creative work, let's say, closer to a workout? Maybe right after. The brain tends to function better if it has extra oxygen. Now, I, on the other hand, find it absolutely impossible to write at night. I used to be really creative in the late evening, but these days I find that my eyes get tired or I get sleepy if I start too late. And this is especially true if you're writing on a computer or device. It wears your eyes down a bit. Otherwise, it's a great time to sit down with a guitar and noodle, but it's a lousy time to sit and try and write. On the other hand, if you personally are a night owl, well, you may find that your greatest inspiration comes at that time when the rest of the world is quieted down and everyone else has gone to bed. So it's totally personal. For many of us, early morning is a really good time to sit down, get some solace, some quiet, and focus on your work. The morning light I find is really inspiring. The mind and body are fresh. For others, it could be during lunch hour. Whatever you do, guys, don't leave it to chance. Pick a time and stick to it. If it turns out to be less ideal for you, well, now you know. Pick a different time. But don't be lazy and promise yourself that you'll do it at some point later. Because just like going to the gym, you won't. Some of us are lucky enough to have inspiration just strike like lightning out of nowhere. And all we have to do is grab a pen and document on the spot. But that's not the norm for most people, guys. We've discussed this before. Most of us have to have the discipline to hack away at it on a schedule. And even that will only work if you make this daily routine a ritual. Now, here's an idea that you might find effective. Start with a daily journaling habit. And I can't stress the importance of this enough. When you journal and what you journal is entirely up to you. There are certainly some best practices out there you can research. And it might even be a topic we'll explore in another episode. But the idea that you will sit down and commit to writing something every day, something simple like a journal, is really a great idea because it builds discipline. It builds the habit. And while you're at it, might as well schedule a few extra minutes at the end just to brainstorm or do some creative noodling. You might remember a few episodes ago, I talked about giving me just 10. Drop and give me 10. If you schedule just 5 or 10 minutes and nothing comes, as you sit there chewing the end of your pencil or strumming away hopelessly on a guitar, don't worry, just come up with 10. Use your time, your scheduled time, to write for the wastebasket. But see, by attaching your creativity to your journaling habit, you infect your creative practice with the right amount of structure, not too much but just enough, to make creative work come more easily and predictably. So if you can commit to the journaling habit, just tack a little creative time on the end, and now it's not so strenuous to try to find or make that time every day. Now, what do you do with all those raw ideas that come to you in your writing session? Especially if you know that a lot of it's going to end up in the wastebasket, right? Well, that's where you have to go through and groom your ideas, dictations, notes, scribbles, and journals, and be prepared to read and extract the stuff that's valuable. So I've talked about this a few times before, but allow me to be more precise. Let me, I'll tell you how I do it. So every day with my 10 minutes of creative time, I either write one paragraph of wisdom, something that gets me deeply into it enough that if I go back a month later and haven't seen it in a while, I'll remember what I was thinking and feeling when I wrote it. Or 
I might just brainstorm a list of possible topics, topics for podcasts, articles, books, whatever I happen to be working on. That's me. For music, I'll sometimes write riffs and just record 10-second or 30-second versions of it really quickly and file them away. The point is, these things that I make are really concise. They're not really long-winded. could be a five-second riff, could be a list of five ideas. There's no detail here, though. That makes it very easy to go back over them in the future. Now, for writing, the way I do it is I keep three separate notebooks in my Evernote journal. I have one for raw ideas. That's where all the creative 10-minute brainstorming outputs go. And one for ideas that are in progress, things that I want to develop and mature that are likely to become something. And then I have one for finished work. It's literally the done pile. Now, the ideas, remember, are just short snippets. They're just titles, podcast ideas, thoughts, inspirations, five-second sound bites. I try to keep the doing pile or work in progress pile very small so I can have tons of ideas, but I'll move no more than three or four of those notes at any given time into the doing pile. If you have more than that, you're going to get overwhelmed, so you should limit how much stuff is in progress. What I do is every few days I take the best, most mature, inspiring ideas out of the idea pile and move them into the doing pile. This might just be the ones I want to work on the most at any given moment, or they might be the ones that are really speaking to me today. So then when my daily scheduled time comes up, let's say it's 7 a.m., I commit to burning through one, two, or as many of those ideas in the doing pile that I have time for. It's usually just one. I fill that one idea out. I elaborate it with deep content, detailed stuff, real paragraphs. And again, I'm not looking for perfection yet. I'm just looking for something to be elaborated, kind of finished or kind of ready. In future sessions, I can clean it up further, make it more perfect, ready enough to go to production. But by limiting the number of ideas that are in progress, I make sure that I don't get overwhelmed or confused and I don't distract myself from the job at hand. Some ideas stay in the ideas container for a really long time and some of them never come out. And that's okay. The idea is to have a fountain of ideas that you can pull from when there's no new creativity. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. So when there's no creativity, you go and you reach for something that inspired you a few days or a week ago. When there is creativity, you go back to the fountain and you top it up. You fill it up with new stuff. But all of this starts with the ritual. None of this is going to happen if you don't schedule time to do the creative work. So the system I just described helps me make the most of my time by organizing the mayhem in my mind in a way that writing weekly content demands. Your system can be different, but whatever you come up with, you got to schedule time for it daily, or it simply won't get done. And if you intend to live your purpose and make your mark in your industry and in this world, you can't afford to let that happen. So let's find you a creative practice that you can rely on, one that will become the pillar of your creative life and future. Folks, thanks for listening. You can reach out at FuseChamber.com or find me on Twitter at FuseChamber. Come in for some more insight and coaching next week. 